0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. As many as 370,000 diesel cars from Volkswagen in Europe could be pulled off the road if a transport regulator concludes that they cheated when it it came to fixing the cars. To talk more about all of this, David Booth is with us, senior writer, PostMedia, driving.ca, and he is with us now. David, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Not a problem so how is this different from the earlier scenario we heard about a while ago in regard to VWs and Diesels and, and their emissions tests
1: Well this is on the cars that they're that they fixed supposedly and now there's anomalies on those It's not much of a surprise because the uh, the uh, fixes that they had in Europe were not nearly as comprehensive as they were. Here in uh, in North America, so it was. It was. It was a. It, none of this is a surprise. I mean, they they lied and, and cheated on the original uh, emissions testing. The fact that they're doing it again is not a surprise at all.
0: So why is this? Why is this not a surprise for you when you think about it, David? I mean, they were slapped pretty hard for this, and then they were supposed to fix, and clearly the fix isn't working.
1: Well, <laughs> for me at least. Once I started researching the original problem, it, it turns out that, I mean, everybody thought that this had only been going on for a couple of years. This had been going on for 10 or 12 years, just the Volkswagen diesel cheat, And they, a whole bo- uh, point of sort of misleading or having uh, a little cheats in the emissions testing has been part of the um, European Union uh, system for almost since the 70s. So thinking that, oh, they got caught, and, oh, they've learned their lesson in one fell swoop, when they've had 20 or 30 years of fussing uh, with the rules, is kind of unrealistic. I'm not surprised about this at all.
0: Uh, that being said, after 30 years of, of really being able to get away with it, now it appeared that um, that, that governments were cracking down on them. That not resonating at all?
1: Uh, well, you know, I'll give you a for, a, a for instance. Um, when the European Union first heard about this, uh, instead of really coming down on Volkswagen, the first uh, a rule change that they made was to actually increase the level of nitrogen oxides that they were allowed to pollute. They didn't actually punish them first. They actually changed the rules so that they were allowed to, uh, to pollute more. I, I swear to God, I know that's not been reported very much, but it is actually true. And so, you know, in, in here in North America, they've been punished mightily. In Europe, it hasn't been anywhere near as drastic. The fines, uh, the, the stigma, the whole bit. They're still selling diesels over there. Uh, we're, we're selling far fewer diesels over here. There's fewer models available and all like that. Over in Europe, it's business as usual.
0: I thought VW was moving away from diesel in all of this.
1: Well, yes, in time they claim they will be. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, they're still producing a lot of diesel I mean, you can't shut that tap overnight. I mean, in some countries in Europe, fifty percent of the cars that are sold, or even higher, are diesels. Um, we found that out when in uh, in uh, France when they threatened to uh, increase the tax on di- diesel fuel. Well, look what happened over there. It was Chaos for three weeks.
0: So, is it simply because uh, Europe is so reliant on diesel as a fuel that that you know, without crippling the economy, they couldn't do this, or or ca- causing substantial damage?
1: Uh, I will use a line I used in a in a in a story I wrote about this two years ago. Okay, uh, hey, the European Union emissions testing is so rife with corruption that it, it feels like the sopranos are running the hmm. deal. it is that bad i i i mean if i had 20 minutes on your radio show and i want, wanted to bore people with tears i could go on ad nauseum with examples of things they've done wrong and in fact i did so uh when we talked uh, previously you know two years ago on this take my word for it at every point in time, in the last 20 years, every time they had a chance to do the right thing or the wrong thing, they always chose the wrong. So the fact that people aren't getting the message over there is really not a surprise. Again, this is,
0: this is the least, what about least custom- surprising about? What about customer reaction to this, and you know, and the and the whole PR angle? I, I, you know, I mean, everybody's talking about uh, cutting back the Paris Accord and, and pollution, and yeah, so but, on and so forth. I mean, doesn't that fly in the face of all of this?
1: Yeah, the PR over here, yeah, for sure. Again, uh, the diesels don't have nearly the stigma over there. Man. They really, really don't. And even over here, the other day, I got called. I uh, uh, got a ride in a Uber. It was a kid uh, doing UberX, uh, the cheaper version and everything else, and he was thrilled to death. He'd been able to get a rejigged uh, Volkswagen, uh, what was it, a Jetta, I think, mm-hmm. um, for dirt cheap, uh, one of the re-bi- you know, rejigged ones here, because nobody wanted it. So he was thrilled to death. He's driving around in diesel right now, um, you know, eight hours a day, polluting up Los- Las Vegas. <laughs>
0: So, again, uh, Europeans aren't more sensitive to this, obviously, than Canadians are. No, no, less, less, far less. What about other car companies? Uh, Are they, is everybody cheating?
1: I can't speak to now because I haven't actually researched. What's the other because when the whole
0: when the whole VW thing started a couple of years ago, everybody thought, well, this is just the tip of the iceberg and we're about to hear more. And there were certain rumblings, but this has pretty much been it, hasn't it?
1: No, no. Uh, you know, uh, Mercedes got caught, yeah. FCA got caught, uh, Fiat Chrysler. Uh, in fact, they're just settling that right now. So to be honest with you, um, Volkswagen got caught the worst, but it hasn't been... It wasn't the, uh, they weren't the only ones. And, and and there were talk of others, even Renault, Citroën, uh, pretty much everybody got caught with their pants down. Um, again, they only got caught in Europe where you didn't get punished nearly as much. Uh,
0: is it impossible for Europe to get off diesel?
1: Uh, I, I, I don't know. Nothing's impossible. Uh, will diesel be used in 50 years? I doubt it. Uh, is it going to go away in the next five? No, it's not.
0: Uh, and and what about the rebuild of these cars? Obviously, customers don't care about that. How's VW doing as a brand?
1: Oh, they're setting records. They set more more records again uh, this year uh, for for sales. This last year, I mean, they're doing fine. They've it's like they didn't even notice it.
0: So it doesn't appear that customers uh, seem to care at all that, uh, that they, were, they were cheating, basically, and saying their cars were less polluting than what they are
1: so much for the electrical uh, car revolution that says we all care about the environment, right?
0: What are your thoughts on that, David? Because again, there was more stories today, uh, or sorry, this week coming up about that uh, in regard to this is the fastest growing segment in the auto industry, even though it represents less than 1% of all sales.
1: I would I, I, I would uh, ask those people that say that and put out those, uh, that amount of hype to do two things. One, Take Tesla's Model Three out of the EV numbers. Take California out of the numbers, and what, th- when you do that, you don't have much of a uh, electric revolution. Like, uh, I'll give you a for instance: the market penetration of plug-ins in I think it was October or November in California was ten percent. That's huge. I mean, and congratulations to them. But in Virginia, it was point two percent, point two six percent. You know, in um. In Ontario in November. So why
0: would we cut? Why would we cut places like California out? Aren't they setting the trend? Isn't they're setting the-,
1: the trend, but I mean, when you add the numbers, there's the numbers are so low everywhere else that including the numbers in California just skews the result. I mean, there's a, maybe an electric car revolution happening in California. There's not an electric car uh, revolution happening anywhere else in North America. Uh, again, um, I was just about to say before. Ontario took away the um, uh, the, uh, the the subsidies. incentives. Yeah, uh, the, the, Nissan was selling 600 Leafs a month.
0: They're selling 10 a month now. Is that the reason for the success in California? The incentives? Uh, you know, certainly, it's a big part of it. There's also
1: the culture out there, but it's a unique culture. Uh, you know, it's not happening anywhere else. Uh, anywhere else that you have any penetration by EVs, it's happening because of the subsidy.
0: And what about EVs in Europe where, you know, we're here, we're talking, this story started with diesel and so on and so forth. Is is that gaining, is it gaining any more ground in Europe considering that they well, are they still so reliant on diesel?
1: Where they have subsidies. Yeah. You know, like Norway. I mean, they just, I mean, basically half the price of, by the time you end up doing uh, all the numbers, half the price for an electric vehicle in Norway is subsidized. Well, of course people are going to buy it. You know, if I could buy a Tesla for 60,000 bucks, even I might have one in the driveway.
0: Where do you think this is? This discussion is going in regard to emission testing. Is it going to get more strict? Is it is it as necessary as it once was? This doesn't seem to be resonating with anybody. Everybody, lots thought, especially environmentalists, that you know, with diesel, that with diesel and, and, and Volkswagen, this was a black eye. Yes,
1: it is. Um what, uh, what I think is going to happen is more of what's happened so far. It'll get stricter in North America. It's not going to change in, in, in Europe.
0: Where are uh, American companies on electric vehicles? Uh, we know the stuff that's going on with General Motors, closing the four plants in the United States, closing one here. Uh, uh, the Unifor president doing his best to try to get them to keep a plant here. Uh, or to convert that to electric vehicles or something that is in the future. Where is GM? Where's Ford? Where's Chrysler moving into the next 10 years?
1: Well, Ford is, I would say, in the middle. Um, Chrysler, I would say, is behind. And General Motors is at least trying to 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 uh, build more EVs. I mean, they're certainly putting a lot of public relations behind it. On the other hand, they canceled the bolt. So it's kind of hard to really know what anybody's doing I, I, again, if you take California out of a um, uh, the equation it's really hard to sell an electric vehicle like you know General Motors could uh, have twenty five percent of its fleet uh be electric and it's not going to sell a lot more electric cars i mean there's not a big market for them right now, and if you take the subsidies away there's no market for them so i, 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 I it's kind of hard for me to answer Ask the question. That uh, answer that question because it's a really big question. I mean, w- the question is: Will we continue to subsidize them at fifteen thousand dollars a car, like we did, or fourteen thousand dollar car, like we did in Ontario? We will. Will we actually ban gas cars so that electric cars are the only choice? Then I guess they'll become popular. Until we take those dramatic actions, there's not really uh, a lot of uh, demand for them right now. I mean, it's solid it's not like it's so minuscule it's completely not worthwhile right. but to think that you know we're like uh, in and of itself organically we're going to go to 25 percent evs in the next five years organically just because people demand it that's i i, I don't know where that hype comes from but i i feel like a lot of people keep repeating the same right. story, hoping that it actually
0: becomes true. Wow. Uh, what's holding electric vehicles back? What's keeping the costs so high? Why can't they bring those down?
1: Um,
0: and I mean, as soon as, the, as soon as they make a vehicle that is comparable in price, is this a game changer? Is this, is this, uh, that'll
1: is, be one of the things. We talk about range, and then they give us 500 kilometers of range.
0: The game changer will be
1: when you have all the price and all the conveniences of current cars. So when I can buy a $30,000 car that drives like a Camry where I can drive 400 kilometers on electricity and I can recharge it in, let's call it five minutes. Let's at least try to be generous to the EV segment. Five minutes instead of the 15 to eight hours that's required now. Then maybe there's a, a tipping point. But that's a long way off. That's a long way off. People keep talking about it like it's next year. It's a long way off.
0: David Booth has been with us, senior writer, post-media, driving.ca, As many as 370,000 diesels from Volkswagen in Europe could be pulled off the road if a transport regular concludes regulator concludes they cheated when it came to fixing the cars. That and EVs. David, thanks mu- uh, so much for the time. Much appreciated. Thank you. Have a good day. The Scott Thompson Show. Weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.